Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Not any beer. Guinness stands out from every other beer that is in my humble opinion. And Guinness is coming to Chicago. Ryan Wagner is with us, the head of marketing. What makes you the national Guinness ambassador, Ryan? Oh, I suppose it's because I know more about Guinness than any human should probably know. Um, but also years of, uh, years of working on things like beer quality, heritage, training, education, all the things that are really paramount to what Guinness is. Okay, so when is Guinness opening and where are you located? Everybody's buzzing about it, but I want the whole audience to know. Oh, absolutely. It's been a two-year project in the making, so can't wait. uh, We're opening our doors 8 a.m. bright and early on Thursday, September 28th, so less than a week to go. Uh, We'll open with our bakery. Uh, You'll be able to grab some coffee from our friends at Intelligentsia Coffee. We're working with people like Aya Pastry, uh, which folks in West Town will know all about. Uh, and then at 11 a.m., the tap room will open for lunch service, dinner service. Uh, we'll do the same thing on Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday opening at 9 a.m. for brunch, tap room service, the whole deal. Uh, 901 West Kinsey, so in the West Loop, great location, very easy to access uh, via the CTA. Uh, so we hope everybody can get a chance to make it out here in the first couple weeks. And this is really unusual because Guinness doesn't open up much outside of, you know, your 200-plus-year-old brewery in Dublin. I know you have a place in Baltimore, but this Chicago location is going to be pretty special for Guinness, right? I think it would surprise a lot of your listeners to know that Guinness beer is made in 50 different locations around the world. We are very much a global brand in every sense of the term. Uh, but, yeah, it's very unique that as a regular everyday Joe off the street, you can walk in, enjoy a beer, enjoy some food, and really dig into everything that Guinness is about. That is Dublin, Ireland, Baltimore, uh, Maryland, and coming in a week, Chicago, Illinois. I had a chance to do my radio show from the glass at the top of the brewery in Dublin a couple years, many years ago, and uh, was given the opportunity to try Guinness in the form that it's served in countries around the world. The Guinness that I tasted that is served in countries in Africa blew me away. It didn't taste like the Guinness I know. How many different types of Guinness do you brew to appeal to the tastes of people in other countries? Yeah, I think in a nutshell, when you look at the Open Gate Brewery and everything it's about, it's about convincing people or in many ways reminding them that Guinness is a brewery, not a beer. I think a lot of people in this country are convinced that the only beer we make is Guinness Draft Stout, that iconic nitrogenated pint of Guinness beer. We'll certainly have that here in Chicago, but to your point, let's bring in all of the flavors, all of the excitement, all of the innovation that's at the core of American craft beer. Uh, So on any given day, you'll see 12 to 16 different beers available on draft. The overwhelming majority of them brewed right there at our brewery in Chicago. And when we open next week, you'll see things like a mango chili ale, an American pale ale, pineapple coconut stout, really flipping the idea of what Guinness drinkers know and love about stouts, adding a bit of that tropical flair. So I think the sky is the limit for our brewers, Megan and Nate. Uh, we're excited to see what they come up with and excited to, uh, to see how people receive it. And what kind of Guinness do you brew for Chicago? Like, will oh, there man, be a specific a Chicago brew? It's such a great question. You know, I think uh, we had long talks about this, and I, and I think where we landed is the best place to be, which is we want Chicagoans to tell us which beer is their beer. I think if we had come in and presumed that we knew everything there was to know about Guinness drinkers, uh, we would have done it the wrong way. So I think we're going to open with those taps. We have a couple of beers that we think are really going to 
perform well and we think people will respond to well. Kinsey Street Pale Ale is one that I'm particularly excited about. I think people will uh, will really enjoy that one. It's kind of a throwback in many ways, but with a new age flavor profile and, and aromatic profile. Uh, but I think really it's going to be up to Chicagoans. They're going to come into that brewery and, and really let us know which beers are the ones that should be on the taps 24-7. Ryan, I know it's six months away, but we're at about the halfway mark to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and, and you know how we do it in Chicago. It is a huge thing here. Uh, again, six months away, but what kind of plans can we expect over there for St. Patrick's festivities? All right, man. Number one, don't rush the season. Come on now. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but we do it big here. Ryan, don't tell me that you no. haven't already planned the entry for the parade. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, I, I spend 11 months out of the year thinking about St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah, no, we're excited. Look, I, I think it's as unique as it gets that a brand like Guinness owns an entire month. Let's be honest. Uh, and in Chicago in particular, nobody does St. Patrick's Day quite like Chicago does. I mean, we've been working on this project for a couple of years. We've had the opportunity to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Chicago, even if we've been under construction and really trying to put the final uh, finishes on this project. So I think once it's open, we're beyond stoked. I mean, that's putting it mildly. Uh, but if we can just be a very small part, if we can just contribute our own bit of flavor to what is already an incredible way to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, I think that's a great way to do it. I will say uh, we're, we're, we're working out plans, I suppose I can say. It wouldn't surprise me if St. Patrick's Day at Guinness in Chicago is a way for us to give back to the community. So if there's some type of ticket uh, involved where all of the proceeds from those ticket sales benefit some of our amazing community partners, that would be the way that I would lean, but a lot more detail to come over the next few months. No, that sounds like a block party. <laughs> uh, just put us down for a table. We'll pay whatever you want. Just put us down for a table. You, you guys are, yeah, you guys are in. No worries at all. <laughs> uh, Ryan Wagner is the head of marketing and National Guinness Ambassador, 901 West Kinsey. It's the Guinness Open Gate Brewery, Chicago. They open this coming Thursday. And um, I, I, I am such a fan of your beer. I've, I've always loved Guinness. And people go, oh, it's too heavy. Oh, it's this. And I always tell them, it's got like 80 calories, right? Isn't it one of the, when it comes to calories, one of the lightest beers you could possibly consume? It's not even, I mean, yes, it is a lower calorie beer. And obviously, we're talking about Guinness Draft Stout. Again, that nitrogenated beer. Uh, calories, yeah, it is lower. It's on the lower end of that spectrum. But what's even more important from a drinking standpoint, from a, a feeling less full standpoint, shall we say, is when people go out and they have a beer or two, and of course we want everybody to drink responsibly always, but when you have carbonated beers, that's what fills you up. That's what tends to, tends to make you feel full. Uh-huh. Get stressed out by nature of its process. 75% of that gas is nitrogen, which sits lighter on it on your stomach just by the nature of how it's how it, how it behaves. Uh, so Guinness Draft Stout is one of the all-time great sessionable beers, meaning that you can have a few over the course of a session with your buddies, and you're not going to feel as full as you might with some other beers. And Ryan, I think uh, people uh, fall for the myth that it's higher in alcohol content than a typical beer, and that's not really true either, is it? Uh, yeah, correct. Guinness Draft Stout, 4.2% alcohol. Uh, again, we talk about sessionability. Uh, you know, I think our eyes often tell us a lot about something when we look at it, but they're also the easiest things to lie to us. So I think people see that dark beer, they see the rich color, they see the dense head on top of the beer, uh, and they think they know everything to expect. We hear people all the time say it's too much like a meal, it's like drinking liquid bread. Uh, Whenever we have people in the brewery who are having their first pint of Guinness Draft Stout, which, believe it or not, happens more than you might think, we love to have them keep their eyes closed as they take that first sip because your eyes so often will lie to you, particularly when it comes to Guinness Draft Stout. My favorite dish, make make your muscles 
in a Guinness broth. That's my tip for today. Thank you so much for joining us, Ryan Slancha. 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 Did I say it right? You say it, Ryan. You said Slancha. I'm, I'm with you. It means health, which, of course, we all wish. And one last thing I would say, if you want any uh, more information, if anybody has any questions, GuinnessBreweryChicago.com. Everything you need to know is on that website.